This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox on 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question, as I normally do. What do we think about God's love? You know, this word love that we use, it has so many different aspects and, and, and shades of meaning. You know, we can say, my dear, I love you. We can also say, I love pizza and I love John Wayne movies. Okay? Or I love my sister or I love my brother in my family or my aunt or uncle and everything. When we say that we love God, what does that mean? I mean, is it up to us or is it up to or is it up to God to love us? Do we look for that love for ourselves or how do we respond to God's love? Okay? Jesus was asked by one of the religious lawyers of the day, "What is the greatest commandment?" Now, this was a trick question because the rabbis and the lawyers and the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees like to discuss this because this is the greatest commandment, that's the greatest commandment, this is the greatest commandment. But Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Okay. And Christ responded. And they couldn't really argue with him because he was using the Old Testament here. It says, he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew 22, 37 to 39. Okay? Now, we all know this. I'm sure you know this scripture by heart as well. Okay? Let's try and understand what Jesus is saying. Okay? The first thing about God's love, we mustn't misunderstand what his love means is God's great love for and in you that empowers you and me to love others. Wow. Yes. Are you going to be mistreated? Sure. Are people going to cheat Cheat you? Yeah. Will they lie to you? Yeah. Will they mock you? Yeah. Will they do you the dirty? Yeah. Does that absolve you from loving anyone? Oh, well, they did me a dirty. I don't have to love them anymore. Or they've done this. I don't have to love them anymore. That's finished. Well, if God did that to us, if God said, wait a minute, wait, you call yourself a Christian, but this is how you're living your life? This is what you're doing in business? This is how you're cheating other people? Why should I love you? Maybe I should turn it off in your life. Well, God doesn't do that, okay? God's love is complete, okay? And because his love is complete, it empowers us to love others with the same love that he loved us. Loving others has nothing to do with whether they deserve it or not. Well, look, I'm married. Do I love my wife? Yes, I do. I love her very, very much, okay? We've been together for many, many years, and I look forward to being together with for many, many years from now on, too, okay? Does she deserve to be loved? Well, is that a trade-off or are we doing a business deal? Well, she cooks, she cleans, she does this, she does that, and so she deserves my love. Really? When I first met my wife, okay, uh, I was very nervous, okay? I was very nervous about meeting her. She was a lovely Christian woman, 
Okay, um, she's Russian. She's not South African. She's Russian. So our language wasn't really a barrier. She has sort of like a high school English, and I did take the time to try and sort out my feelings for her because I was trying to be very careful. Okay, I didn't want to marry a woman that I'm unequally uh, yoked with. I wanted somebody who's a Christian and had the same values that I did and the same em emphasis for our life. So I was very careful. I always say, I like you. I think you're a very nice lady. I kind of avoided the love word. I kind of avoided it, okay? I didn't want to use it because <laughs> when you use it in context with a woman, you can't take it back, okay? You can't take it back. It's out there, and they will remind you of it too. So when I told her, first time I told her, I said, I love you. I could have expected the Hollywood ending, you know, the credits roll, the sun sets, okay, she, the woman turns around and she looks and she says, I love you too. Well, that didn't happen. I said to her, I love you. She turned to me and said, why? Why? I didn't know what to say. Why? And she told me, she says, I don't want you to love me because I'm good looking or I'm a good cook or a clean house, or anything else. I don't want you to love me for any of those things. I want you to love me for nothing, just because I am. Just how God loves us. God loves us not for what we can do for him or because we deserve it. He loves us for nothing. We cannot earn salvation. We can't buy salvation, okay? We, don't, we are actually not deserving of being loved by God, but he loved us anyway, okay? And our love uh, for other people does not depend on whether they love us too. God gave his son whether we loved him or not. There are many, many people who do not believe in Jesus at all. They reject him as some kind of hero of the New Testament or hero of the Bible, like a superhero. They don't really believe in him. They just kind of know the name, but they're not really committed to him at all. In fact, they don't want to know about him very much, okay? So they don't love him at all. Did Christ still die for them? Yes. Did he still spill his blood for them? Yes. Did he break his body on the cross for him? Yes. Why? Because God loves us all of mankind. He wants all of mankind to be drawn to him through his son. So this has nothing to do whether we deserve to be loved or whether we love back. That doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference whether we show it or not. God loves us unconditionally. Unconditionally. That's it. Okay? And because God loves us this way, it should change our priorities in our life. We have to be aware of those around us and those who desperately need the love of God, okay? John says, First John says, God is love. He states it outright, God is love, okay? And his love has called, has called to us in our hearts, has called our hearts to them. If you look at Romans chapter 5 and, Romans chapter 5 and verse 5, this is what it says. And hope never disappoints us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Wow. God has already given us his gift of the Holy Spirit. If you are, if you are a baptized believer in Christ, 
you already have the Holy Spirit poured out into your heart. And because of that, because of the love of God pouring out through us, it should flow to others as well. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Loving others is treating them the same way Jesus treats us. Because Christ loves us, we have the hope of life. We have the hope of eternity with him. So our love for other people should be able to be drawn people back to God, drawing people back to Christ, because that's who we are. Are you having trouble loving others? You know, in the world today, I don't know. You know, I remember when I, I remember when I was a lot younger, the world wasn't so complicated. Yeah, there were bad people around. Yes, there were things happening and stuff like that. But today, it seems like there are so many scams that people are using against one another, always to take advantage, to make money, or to do whatever their agenda, whatever they want, okay? It seems to be so many things, you know, not even, not even politicians understand what's happening down at grassroots level. They seem to be living in another world, and they say, yes, we'll fix it. Yes, we're going to do this. Yes, we're going to do that. Don't worry about a thing. All you have to do is vote for me, and your life will be right. We'll make sure that you have everything you need. Uh, did that happen? Uh, I don't think there's anywhere in the world where this was fulfilled. Okay? The other thing is we have to understand that because Christ is in our lives, his father looks at us as his child. You are a children. You are, we are part of the children of God. And Jesus himself said this in Luke chapter 11. Verse 13, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Wow. Maybe you're feeling kind of weak today. Maybe you've had stress and times of trouble in your life recently. Maybe you need this gift of the Holy Spirit to strengthen you, to guide you, and to lift you up again, to give you the comfort of God through his love. If that is the case, pray to him today. Ask him for the power of the Holy Spirit in your life so that you can be strengthened and continued in God's love, not only for yourself, but for those around you. I pray that you will prosper in God's love. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.